Good evening. Thank you for call, calling in to Creative Voices. My name is Teresa M. Browning, a.k.a. Miss Arthur T. Shortly we will be joined by Sharon Ellis, and I'm looking forward to talking to her this evening about her book. Hello, good evening. Hello. Hello, good evening. This is Teresa M. Browning, a.k.a. Miss Arthur T.
Hello, this is Teresa M. Browning, a.k.a. Miss Author T, with Creative Voices. Sharani Lee. Hey, good evening, Sharani. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Welcome to Creative Voices. How are you this evening? I'm great. And actually, I thought it was 5 o'clock Central um, Standard Time, so I'm glad I did yes. log in. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Okay. It's, a, it's, okay. it's not a problem. It's not a problem. You're fine. You're right on time. Uh, welcome to Creative Voices. As you know, I am Teresa M. Browning, a.k.a. Miss Arthur T. I am glad that you're going to spend the next half an hour with me. So how has your day been? It has been great, great. I can't complain. I'm off for the summer, and I am thoroughly enjoying my summer vacation from work. <laughs> you know what? Good. That's always a great thing. Before we get started into the Christian fiction and what you do as a author, please tell our listeners, because there's listeners coming from different places, could you give us a little glimpse into who you are? Okay. Well, I'm a Houston, Texas um, native. Uh, basically, I've been writing since I was in elementary, as cliche as it sounds. Um, I started off writing poetry and short stories, and then as I got older, I delved into short stories, and I wrote for my um, campus college um, paper. And it wasn't until I was, like, laid off, this was, like, years later, that I finally finished my first book, All That Glitters. And now I'm on my second book, which is The Desire of Her Heart. So it has definitely been quite a journey, but God has a testimony through it all, and I'm glad that I'm able to, you know, he gets the glory, you know, through my writing. Right, and I can understand that, and perfectly uh, it states well. When you decided that Christian fiction would, would be the genre that you would work in, what made you choose that genre? Okay, I had, yeah, I've written plenty of, like, mainstream fiction, but I didn't have any peace about it. And when I tried to go forward with it, this is back when we had the floppy disk, the total, like, computer crashed. So I'm like, yeah, my entire story was lost. So that was like a sign for me. If you don't have peace about something, then, you know, God is tugging you into another direction, and that's what I did. And I'm at peace about writing within the genre of Christian fiction now. Okay, amen, and I understand that as well. And it's always a positive measure to be able to give someone else to look forward to because there's so many people that we could say are lost, but you, being a Christian fiction writer, can help them to overcome some obstacles. You can make them see some things within themselves. Now, looking at your book, The Desires of the Heart, I see it came out 
not long ago, June the 1st, matter of fact, 2018. Right. Congratulations on that. Um, I did read your book, and uh, I can just say, my, my, my. I am a reviewer. I don't try to tell the entire story, but I want to say this. You had me sitting on the edge of my seat, and you had a lot of things that the natural world could identify with. And one of the things I wanted to point out is, or for you to explain to the listeners, the desire of the heart, for me, it's to know your what, your self-worth. Why is that so important? Well, basically, so you won't follow, it's a fictional story, but the main character, Ashley, she didn't know her self-worth, and that's how she um, fell into the pit of the enemy. She fell right into his trap because she put her self-worth within a man and a false promise. So that's why it's very important for you to read the Word of God and knows what, know what the Word, what the Bible says about you. You are very um, valuable to him. You're his crown jewel. And I'm not trying to preach up in here right now, but I'm just saying, you know, basically that's the lesson that I wanted all women to glean from the novel. Right. And when you talk about having your self-worth, is it not that we as women, we don't, we shouldn't settle on longing for love and that we should wait for God to bring us the right person because sometimes when we think about who we want in a man may not be what God has for us. So we have to learn how to do what? Stand still and wait. Wouldn't that be correct? Exactly. You nailed it. Right. Right. And Ashley had a problem with it because she had already stated not to tell too much of the story, but just a tidbit. She had said, I want to be married. Right. Before or on my 30th birthday. That was something that she had embedded in her mind that she just had to be married. Right. Now, we have listeners that are listening. Some of us will get married and live happily ever after. But in Ashley's case, without telling the story, do you I know you know, but to tell our listeners, she went about it the wrong way. Would you say that, or would you? She didn't seek out God before, you know, whenever you meet a man, you go instantly go to God in prayer about it. And you might not like what he has to tell you because you're so desperate to get married. And you can go ahead and ignore him if you want to, but you'll see the consequences of that. You're going to, yeah, you're going to reap that. You're listening to right. your flesh. Mm-hmm. You're listening to that right. voice of God. Exactly. And when we play our flesh against what God has for us, we can find ourselves falling in and out of pitfalls. I just want to say that um, the book was enlightening, and they always say that karma is a mother and it will come back on you. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say is that karma is something, and it has a way of making you sit up and think, okay, you did it, now somebody's going to do it to you. It may not be in that same form, but you're going to pay a price for it. What I liked about it was that it was so real and so understanding that would you say that you built these characters 
around maybe something you've seen in your lifetime, you know, so that you're creating, you know, fiction stories, but they're on real stories that each person can identify with? Right. There are some real elements and some real aspects, and I'm going to be honest. This story was inspired. I enjoy event planning, and I was working part-time on the weekends for a caterer, and I encountered this black guy at the wedding. We were the only two African-Americans there, and he totally, like, shaded me and ignored me. So when I went home that night, the idea for the desire of her heart was, you know, it emerged just from that one instant. I just used my um, imagination and, you know, filled in the blanks, and the story just took off from there, from that one you know, chance encounter. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And, and so many people miss the, the significance of what it is that we write about. When you decided to write, you know, Desires of the Heart, what, give, give the readers three things that you thought were three elements that you wanted to make sure that we heard and that we felt what it is that you were trying to tell us and and, and how you delivered this particular story. Okay, well, element one is that we see so many marriage ministries on social media. Everybody's trying to tell you how to get a husband. And I just wanted um, people to see the perils of what happens when you fall behind the wrong type of people. And also the second point is colorism. Um, Ashley had a lot of deep-rooted issues Um, about being a black woman, which stemmed from her childhood. And the third, of course, is interracial relationships. A lot of black women, we have just, no, not just black women, but other races in general, when they see interracial couples, they may have some, you know, ignorant connotations about it and misconceptions, and I wanted to address that within the book. And go ahead. I'm done. Okay, because I didn't want to cut you off because, of course, I did write a little narrative about, you know, black love and, 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 and loving in our own skin and not looking for somebody else's skin color to depict who you are. Love who you are. From the, and, and I think it comes from us learning how to love who we are from the inside out mm-hmm. instead of the outside in. And uh, Ashley had some issues with that, and I don't want to tell the whole story because it was a very, very uh, captivating story to where it, it, it left you to think if you were not careful. It talked about karma. It talked about interracial uh, profiling. It talked about self-worth. It talked about just loving who we are and being able to um, not have a – actually had an agenda, and she was going to get it. By mm-hmm. what they say, crook a hook, a hook a crook. She was <laughs> destined to get that. Now, you know, being safe, you did a phenomenal story on this. And and I, as we spoke before, um, all that glitters, even though it's not your topic today, all that glitters. It, you know, it's a, it's a great story as well. And um, how have you done? This is your second challenge. This is your second book. I know that you're still new at this, but you're not new enough that you can't pass on some good nuggets. What would you tell somebody that's new to this industry what to watch out for or how to become more expressive or more creative in what it is that you 
want to write about. Okay, well, I'm definitely I'm taking um, writing courses online through my local community college because I don't feel you can ever stop um, learning, even though I've been out of college for years. But it helps hone my craft. It helps give me new ideas. Um, I, I definitely encourage anybody to take, you know, just take some creative writing courses. And also, before you self-publish, please do your research into companies because the first company that I published All That Glitters with, it was like a total um, ripoff. I was out of thousands of dollars literally, and I wish I had conducted better resource, um, research before I went forward. Amen. Amen. And you know what? Let's touch bases on that. Because that you were scarred by your first novel, you didn't give up. You still kept right. the faith and you came back and you gave us even more positivity. In the, light, in the light of what they did to you, you didn't let it get you down. And I can understand all too well what you went through because some 20 years ago I did the same thing because I didn't know any better. But as right. we learn and as we continue to grow, God will instill in us the things that we need to cover us and to shield us from the wolves in sheep's mm-hmm. clothing. You know, he will, he will definitely, uh, you know, carry you through. And I think that that's great that you kept a positive um, attitude in reference to what took place with your first novel, and then you came right back out and gave us another novel. And it's a, you know, I just think it's, it's a very strong, well-written novel, and that I, I ask anyone that's listening, if you have not picked up the desires of your heart, I say it's a reader. And I scored this book four and a half stars out of five. There was a little glitch here and there, but nevertheless, you did a phenomenal job bringing out the points that we needed to see as far as what Ashley was doing and how she went after the doctor and... um you know, make it, you know, using her flesh. You know, instead of staying in the spirit, walking the spirit, you know, she just fell from it, you know. And sometimes you have to have a hard lesson or two in reference to those types of things before we can move forward, you know. And do you have anything coming up in the near future that we could be looking forward to? Um, I, yes, I have a holiday um, story coming out. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to give away too many details. I will be posting about it further we go along. But, yes, I have a holiday story coming out. You know what? And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what they say? Keep keep it well hidden under your hat. You know what? And um, are you on social media? How, if someone wanted to reach out to you and they wanted to either have you come and talk about your book, do a book review with them, you know, sit in a book club, you know, how would they get in touch with you? Give us those uh, social media, you know, nuggets so that way people know how to get in touch with you. Okay, definitely. On Facebook, um, my author page is Author Sharani Lease. You can also email me at SharaniLease at gmail.com. Um, my website is com, and both Instagram and Twitter. My handles are um, at Sharani Lease. So you can find me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We do appreciate that little nugget that you've given us. Now, if you were to go back, and again, you're talking to the readers, what do you hope to gain from your readers? What do you want to surprise us with? What 
can we look in the future from Sharani? Well, definitely more um, encouraging stories. I like to entertain, but I also want readers to leave feeling like they're encouraged and inspired by what they read. I always want there to be a theme or a lesson within the story. And, you know, I just want people to, you know, you know, message me on Facebook, hey, your story, I can relate to it and encourage me, it helped me. That, that's very valuable to me. You know, that means a lot to know that something I've written has, has helped someone. Right. And, and that, that, that's um, great that you said that because a lot of people now, you know, we know going forward as writers, we have to, be, we have, to have tough skin because constructive criticism is high. It's in high demand, and, it, and, it, and we have to be able to take it whether it's good, bad, or indifferent because we, we know, and then we also have to know this, we're not going to be able to satisfy everybody's listening ear or reading ability. We're not going to always grasp them. Like, you know, when I first came out with my first book, I understand what they wanted. And, you know, I went back and done my homework, and we learn with each book, you know, that we create, we learn how to do it even better or we enhance our skills. And I like the fact that you said that, hey, I am taking some courses to be able to enhance what it is that I'm already doing. And, you know, we can appreciate that. And in the uh, interim of you doing that, you can do nothing but continue to grow. So what would you tell your readers, you know, before we uh, leave tonight, what would you want to tell them? Tell them something. Give them something to look forward to, something to keep them in church, because the same way that you put it in your book, I know that you could also speak about it as well. Okay, well, basically – um, to keep them in church. You know, I hear a lot about church hurt, and people are like, okay, I was hurting the church. I'm just going to stop going. But, you know, don't give up in God because man failed you. And I'm just, I'm sure your job, the job that you go to every day, there are some upsetting factors about that job too, but you're not going to quit it because it's your livelihood. You need your money. But you also need that spiritual connection as well. So, like I said, I, just, I encourage anybody to get into a, you know, church. Everybody's different. I understand people may not agree, but I just think there's, you know, I don't think that you should harden your heart towards God and the community of church because of a few wayward men that may have hurt you or a circumstance. And that's just what the devil and the enemy want. He wants to drive people right. away from so. and, and now that you've said that, and we're talking about going to church. Now, you have some listeners and some readers that are listening, and they say to church to have God in me. Correct. What would you say about that? What would That's you say? Are, are they any different? No, no. And I don't judge anybody that chooses not to be in the church or think I'm somehow better because I attend, it's all about your personal belief and conviction. That's Yeah, that's all it is. There's no judgment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Great. Uh, I couldn't have uh, said it better. And with that being said, when you look at what it is that we need from God, we have to do what? Build our first spiritual uh, relationship with him. You know, mm-hmm. because like me, I try not to throw – my godly spirit on anyone else, but I can entertain it. 
you know, because I, you know, I know, you know. So with that being said, when you came out as a Christian writer and you told people, well, I'm going to write a book, I got a book out, but it's Christian fiction, did you have some people that disapproved of it because it wasn't, it wasn't that uh, just, just saying, I'm not throwing any shade on anyone. It wasn't ratchet. It wasn't ghetto. Right. It wasn't a, enough dope, or it wasn't that normal urban story that you could read. Yes, I when I tried to you know participate in a few festivals, oh we don't you know we don't house your genre. Yeah, your genre is not an acceptable genre for our festival. And, you know, and I had no choice. I I just had to accept it, you know. (laughs) Okay. You know, uh, I look at that, and I always say to people, I'm a spiritual leader. I'm a spiritual person, but I don't like to be boxed in because I may write a story that, has a, a a sex scene in it, but we're we're all adults, and so I feel like th- this is just my opinion that if I write it, that doesn't does that make me less than a Christian or more or just the same? Right, like I said, it's all about your personal conviction. If God hasn't convicted you about what you write, then you know I'm like like I said, I can't sit in judgment of you. It's all about your personal right. belief, your own conviction. Right. Right. And when I looked at Ashley and I looked, because you know what, sometimes we let the flesh take over. We let the flesh lead us instead of us staying in the spirit. And um, when I looked at Ashley and what she wanted and, and how she went about trying to get it, it was just that way. But you know what, we have to learn. We have to learn at some point how to turn that negative back into a positive. I just want to say that I appreciate you coming on tonight with, you know, Creative Voices. We do appreciate you. And, you know, being a Christian fiction writer, you stand out. You are in a different arena, and I take my hat off to you, and I applaud you for writing in that arena because we do need more inspirational. We do need more people who will, what what they say, enlighten us to what it is that God has given you. So I just want to say that we appreciate you and thank you, and I, I I welcome you to come back in the near future because, like you said, you have a holiday story coming our way, and I know you don't want to talk too much about it. But just want to say, you know what, keep up the great work, not the good work. Keep up the great work because we have to empower each other to keep moving up the ladder and don't let nothing in anyone tell you that you're not good enough or that your story is not uh, uh, readable, because it is. It just has to reach the right hands. And I just want to say to all the listeners that are listening out here in Creative Voices this evening, Sharani has come on, Sharani Ellis. She's a native out of Houston, Texas. Hey, she's given us her second novel, and she's done a great job. As I stated earlier, if you missed it, I gave this book four and a half stars, and I appreciated the story because it wasn't about being a saint. It wasn't about being the Christian or the young lady that sits at the, you know, front. Like, I'm, I'm so into this that I can't fall. And you allowed the flesh to be weak. You allowed us to, to learn from what 
you know, Ashley did, and I could appreciate it. Just want to say again, give us one more time your social media uh, nuggets so that way we know how to come and find you. And I didn't hear you saying how much your uh, the purchase of your book is, and if you would enlighten them and let them know uh, how much your book is and whether it's an e-book or whether it's in paperback, please do that as well before we, you know, say goodnight for the evening. Okay, um, it's available both on ebook and paperback on Amazon. Um, the paperback is $9.99, and the ebook download is $2.99. And you can also order directly from my website, which is www.sharonelise.com, um, just the paperback, and that's $9.99 on my website as well. Um, also, my Facebook is author Sharon Elise. Instagram and um, Twitter is at Sharon Elise. And I'm just on those three platforms. Thank you so much for giving us that information. And I just want to throw this nugget out there. Please, everyone, buy it from her website. Because if you buy it from her website, she receives the residuals. If you buy it from Amazon or third party, we don't get those residuals. We get just a small portion. And the portion is so small, it's not even really worth us doing, but of course we have to have that mainstream avenue, you know, to show that we are using Amazon. But please, if you can, go purchase the book from directly from her website. It's probably secured, which I know it is. It's a secured website. Purchase the book there. That way she can receive the residuals. Because the one thing we do know by indie writers, we work hard for what we do, and you would like for her to be able to receive everything that it is that she's deserving of. And so, again, go out and get desires of your heart. Just want to say thank you again, Sharani, for coming on, Creative Voices. We do appreciate you, and, of course, we're going to send you some extra love. And you know what? Congrats on your new book because it's not quite 30 days old, but it's, 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 it's working its way up to 30 days. And you know what? Phenomenal job, well-written, and I say to you, keep keep moving, keep growing, and if you need us, please don't fail to, you know, reach out to us again. Just want to say thank you for uh, coming on this evening, and if we don't talk to you, have an awesome evening. Thank you. You do the same. Thank you so much for your time. I enjoyed it. Thank you. You're welcome, sweetie. Have a great evening. Thank you. Bye-bye.